Son sets free. Oh, is free and I'm a child. I'm a child of God. Yes, I am. Come on, in my father's house. In my father's There's a place house. for me. There's a place for me. Yeah, I'm, I'm a child of God. Yes, I I am chosen, not forsaken. I am who you say I am. Come on, you are for me. You are for me, not again. Oh, I am who you say I am. I am chosen. I am chosen, not forsaken. I am who you say I am. You are for me. You are for me, not against me. I am who you say I am, yeah. I am who you say I am. Who the Son, who the Son sets free. Oh, is free indeed. Oh, is free indeed. I'm a child, I'm a child of God. Yes, I am. Come on, in my Father's house. Oh, yeah. There's a place. There's a place for me. I'm a child. I'm a child of God. Yes, I am. Come on, in my father's house. In my father's house. There's a place. There's a place for me. I'm a child. I'm a child of God. Yes, I am. Hallelujah. Aren't you glad? Children of the King bought with the price. Hallelujah. Are you chosen? <laughs> Thank you, Lord. We bless you tonight. Come on, I am chosen. Yes, we are. I am chosen, not forsaken. I am who you say I am. You are born. Not against me. Oh, I am who you say I am. Come on, I am chosen. I am chosen, not forsaken. I am who you say I am. You are for me, not against me. I am who you say I am. I am chosen. Yeah, not forsaken. I am who you say I am. For me, you are for me, not against not me. Against oh, me. I am who you say I am. I am. Oh, I am who you say I am. Yes, am who you say I am. Come on, let's say it. Who the sun? Who the sun sets free. It's free indeed. Oh, it's free. 
I'm a child, I'm, I'm a, a child, child of God. Yeah, yes, I am. am. In my father's In house. My father's house. There's a place. There's a place for me. Oh, I'm, I'm a, a child, child of God. God. Yes, I am. Yeah. Come on. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Aren't you glad you're chosen? Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, we bless you. give you glory for all you've brought me through and now I'm ready for whatever you're gonna do I'm moving forward to follow after you and now I'm ready and now I'm ready for whatever you wanna do Come on, your presence, yeah. Your presence is an open door. We want you, so come to you, Lord, like never before. Like never before. Oh, your presence, your presence, your presence. Your presence is an open door. Is an open door. So come now. So come now, Lord, like never. Before. Yeah. Oh, in every season, your grace has been enough. And I'm believing the best is yet to come. Oh, the cross before me, my hope on things above. And in you, Jesus, the best is yet to come. Yes, it is. Oh, your presence is an open door. Yes, it is. We want you, Lord, like never before. Come on, your presence is an open door. Your presence. It's an open door So come now, Lord Like never before Yes, Lord Father, we just want you to invade this place tonight We ask you to come in this room Come in our homes Oh, we worship you, Jesus Yeah Oh, and I know breakthrough is coming by faith. I see a miracle. My God made me a promise and he won't stop now. Come on, let's declare it tonight. I know, I know breakthrough is coming by faith. 
I see a miracle. My God has made me a promise and it won't stop now. I know, I know, I know. Breakthrough is coming. Come on, I can see it by faith. I see a miracle. My God has made me a promise and he won't stop now. see it tonight. Oh, yeah. We believe it, Lord. We receive it, Lord. Yeah. We receive it, Lord. Yes, we do. It's an open door. It's an open door. Come on, we want you, Lord. We want you, Lord. Like never before. Come on, your presence is an open door. Your presence is an open door. So come now. So come now, Lord. Like, like never, never before. Hallelujah. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Come on. Thank you, Lord. That's our prayer tonight. So come now, Lord, like never before. Thank you, Jesus. We bless you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We honor you. We bless you tonight. Oh, we worship you, Jesus. And let our praise be your welcome. And let our song be a sign. We are here for you. Yes, we are here for you. Come on, let your breath, let your breath come from heaven. Fill our hearts with your life. We are here for you. Yes, we are. And we are here for you. To you our hearts are open. Yeah. To you our hearts are open. Nothing here is hidden. You are one desire. Oh, you alone are holy. Only you are Oh, God, let your fire fall down. Come on, let our shout. Oh, and let our shout yeah, be your, your renown. Your renown fills the sky. Oh, we are here for you. Come on, tell them tonight we're here for you. We are here for you. Yeah, let your word move in power. Let your word. Oh, yeah. Let what's dead come to life. Oh, we are here for you. Yes, we are, Lord. We are here for you. Come on, let's declare it. To you our hearts are open, Lord. To 
you our hearts are open nothing here is hidden you are our one desire for you alone are holy Let your fire fall down, oh, to you our hearts are open, nothing here is hidden, you are one desire, you alone, you alone are holy, only you are worthy, God, let your fire fall down, let your fire fall down. In this place, in our hearts, Lord, yeah, yeah. Fire fall down, invade this place. Yeah, we welcome you. Come on, we welcome you with praise. We welcome you with praise. Almighty God of love, we welcome this. Yeah, we welcome you with praise. We welcome you with praise. Almighty God of love. We welcome Come on, we welcome you. We welcome you with praise. We welcome you with praise. Almighty God of love. Be welcome. Oh, we welcome. We welcome you with praise. We welcome you with praise. Almighty God of love, be welcome in this place. Come on, let's just welcome him across the room. Those watching online, just begin to welcome him in your house, in this house. Oh, we welcome you tonight. Oh, we welcome you tonight. Yeah, inhabit the praises of your people. Yeah, we welcome you. We welcome you with praise. Hey, oh, we welcome you. We welcome you with praise. We surrender to you, Lord. Yes, we do. Oh, we welcome you with praise. We welcome you, Almighty God. Lord, we welcome you. Yeah, we welcome you. Almighty God of love. Come on, we welcome you with praise tonight. We welcome you with praise. We welcome you with praise. Almighty God of love. Oh, we welcome you. We welcome you. Almighty God of love, be welcome in this place. Hallelujah, we welcome you with praise. Thank you, Lord. I just heard the word, I just heard this word, that I am attentive. I am attentive to your praise. So, Father, we thank you for being at attention tonight. Thank you, Lord worship you tonight.
song. Sing a new song to him who sits on heaven's mercy seat. Oh. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. Everything and I will adore you. Yeah, we adore it. We worship you, Lord. Golden rainbows of living color. Everything and I will 
adore you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. We adore you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. It's great. There it goes. I love that song because it's just like a moment of just, like you're just talking to Jesus. You're just telling him how great he is and how much you love him and who he is to you. There's no other pre in that song. And I just really appreciate it. So while we're right here just talking to Jesus, I want to talk to him about something, but I'm going to need y'all's help. Okay? Can you help me? So when I was driving down the road, obviously, look at all those cars out there for Riverfest, right? And here we are right smack dab in the middle of it. Now, do you think that that's a coincidence? No, because there are no coincidences in God. There's purpose, there's promise, and there's fulfillment, right? So I want everybody to stretch their hands that way, right? Is that the right direction? Wrong way. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say. And we're going to pray real quick because when I was driving, I was like, you know, Lord, just a third of them cars. If you could just send a third. And then I thought, no. I don't just ask you to send them. I ask you to give us fresh, new, creative ideas to go out and get them. In the story in the Bible, when the disciples were fishing, they didn't just, the fish didn't just hop in the boat. He told them, cast your net like this, and it was full. So I want to pray over those cars right now. Not that they just come here. God, we're not asking you for anything or for them. We're asking you to move in us to attract them to the changing power and love of you and what you're doing around here. Even just a third of them, Lord, would change this community to its very fiber. I really believe that. So give us fresh, new, creative ideas, God, to go out and reach people, Jesus, and to be diligent and responsible for the call that you've placed on our lives to impact those around us for your glory and your kingdom. When you get a raise at your job it's not just because the boss is bored and he doesn't have anything else to do no it's because you worked hard you proved yourself and you earned that spot and we want to work hard we want to prove ourselves and we want to earn the responsibility of reaching souls for you so touch all those lives down there god let them feel a draw to what's going on over here in the name of jesus we pray amen i hope y'all can get on board with that because i was really like this is an incredible I mean, the streets are literally packed, right? They are packed. So uh, go ahead and tell your neighbor, I'm Wednesday night TGP. <laughs> I'm not just Sunday TGP, I'm Wednesday TGP, right? Uh, I have a couple of announcements for y'all real quick. Everybody say, get excited. get excited. Get involved. Because the best is yet to come. Before I do that, though, could we just give a round of applause to our praise team? And I don't want to embarrass anybody, but everyone on the stage. Great job. The energy in here for the past couple weeks has just been off the charts. I don't know if y'all can feel it, but if you can't, I feel it for you. Don't worry. You'll get there. I'll wait for you. I'll be there. So uh, we want to remind you that the Open Heavens uh, serve team meeting already happened, but if you missed it, no worries. You can still get involved. Just reach out to Tana. She can plug you in. There's lots to be done. We need all hands on deck. It's going to be a good time. It's going to be a big time, and we all are an integral cog in the gathering place machine, right? So don't forget that. In preparing for that, we have Lydia Morrow. Did I say it right? Morrow Stanley coming in May. Everybody say May. 
21st and 22nd. And uh, it's going to be two nights worth of services. Yes, I'm sorry. Friday at seven and Sunday at Friday at seven and Saturday at ten. So make sure you clear your schedule for that and make that a priority to be here. It's not the same without you. So please make sure that you make time to do that. And then that all leads up to Open Heavens in June. And that's the big shebang. We're laying the groundwork. Like I told y'all, we're tilling the ground. We're getting ready. And we're expecting God to just really show up and blow people's minds that weekend. Ours included. Amen. So don't forget those things. If you have any questions, please get with me. I'll be happy to go over specifics with you. If it's moving a little fast, I get it. But we want you there, so make plans, okay? Everybody say, get excited. Get involved. Because the best is yet to come. is yet to come amen pastor peggy had that word what back in i don't know it was january or february but um she if you remember that sermon pastor peggy preached called the best is yet to come i really oh it was right after the snowstorm and uh i was feeling some type of way and she she had this prophetic word and i jumped on that and that's what we're declaring every single day time we get up here the best is yet to come for you and for this house and we just believe God is up to something big. Amen? I mean, we're not going to settle for crumbs. <laughs> yeah, the whole shebang. That's, that's King James. Amen. Uh, Revelation chapter number 19. The Lord is good. Hallelujah. Revelation 19 and verse 10 says this, the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. The testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. And we're going to, we're going to, we're going to release tonight the spirit of prophecy. Amen. we're going to declare the good news of the Lord. Amen. Today I was thinking about testimonies and tonight I'm calling this a testimony night because I believe that all of us have a testimony. And I'm not going to, you know, invite everybody up here. Uh, some of you don't like microphones, and I understand that. But I know all of us have a testimony. All of us have gone at, through a test, and we've come out stronger than how we entered the test. Yeah. So we all have the testimony. And a testimony, this is just as John's uh, version, is a declaration of how good God has been to you. A, de a testimony is a declaration of how good God has been to you now it may not start off feeling that way you may go through a little bit of a hell but at the end of it you realize wow God has been so good to me a testimony is basically good news it's a it declares the goodness of the Lord the Bible says that Jesus went around doing good to everybody for everyone healing the sick, raising the dead, casting out devils. Jesus did all of that. And then he says, he comes back and says, and what you saw, you're going to do greater than that. And so God is saying in this season, this is our greater season to expect greater, to become greater than where we've been. 
This is a season to not just raise expectations, but raise the standard of how you live. It's, it's time to raise the standard of how you look at certain things, how you react, how you respond, what you do. You got to raise the bar a little bit. Say, I'm going to raise the bar a little bit. We're all going from faith to faith, glory to glory. Yes. We are all moving forward. Yes. We are all going to, to, to arrive somewhere, Angie, at the same location. We're all going to end up in heaven. Aren't you saved? Aren't you glad you're saved? Hallelujah. And, and we're all going to arrive safely, confidently at the same location. We all may be going, things may be going a little slow for some. Others may be accelerating in this season. But we're all going to be together, together. And so no matter what you've gone through, the Lord is good. And no matter, even if the news you received today wasn't the news you wanted to receive or the, the reports you wanted to receive, you got to understand that God's still working some things out. And this is, so don't, don't, don't stay, don't stay, don't stay in the report. But just remember the report of the Lord is always good. Always good. It's always good. We should never have a bad day. Although we do. Really, in the big picture, the big grand scheme of things, we really shouldn't have a bad day because God is so, so good. Even in our bad days, he's still there working it out. Working it out. So the testimony of Jesus is what? What is the spirit of prophecy? So I'm going to ask a few people to come forward to share some testimonies. And then we're going to, we're going to, I'm going to promise you the spirit of prophecy is already here just because we're talking about it. I, I feel the flow, but we're going to, I'm going to invite a few folks uh, to come. I've asked a few people to share. And then after that, I'm going to open up the, the mic up to you, those that I didn't ask. I'm going to give everybody five minutes. If you want to say something from the, from the, from this place and to just testify how good God has been to you. How good God has been to your family. I'm going to have you come in just five minutes. Don't, don't preach a message. <laughs> just five minutes. And just real quick, God, I was going through this. But look what God did. Say, won't he do it? He will every time. <laughs> he will. And so I want Lucas to come. Lucas and Julia, come on. Y'all ready? Come on, the spirit of prophecy is about to bust through this place. Hey, uh, good evening, everybody. I'm, I'm Lucas, and this is my wife, Julia. Um, we've been, new. yeah, new. Not she, really. She's uh, Carla Marilyn Bean's daughter, if you don't know. Um, and uh, if... <laughs> this, <laughs> thank you. Before you start, yeah, the Lord showed me that we were going to be here two years ago. Miss Pat's been, or almost three, Miss Pat's been contending too, but it took a little bit. No, it was not the right season. It wasn't the right season. And, okay. and, and so, you know, to, if you want to, I'll, I'll totally jump on that. Um, when God is moving, when, when this, when there's a move happening, it does not matter what your will is. 
going to tell you this. That I had I had some I had a spirit of religion bound up on me. I did everything I could to not come here. Everything for years. And it's right where I'm supposed to be. And um, so God put this on me a couple of weeks ago about he's it's like it's time to start sharing testimonies. I call pastors and say, Hey, uh, people are gonna have to talk. Um, so we did that and um, so we're here. So I, I don't know how far you wanna go back. That's that's where God told me to go as well. Um, so in 2019, the last time Dr. Fowler was here, we've gone back and we've watched the uh, the video from that that night over and over and over and over. I said at work, writing it out and just writing it out. I mean, the night after it happened. But once again, we. We weren't trying to come that night. I mean, we we really had just the enemy had just about taken us down that night. Like we were just, I mean, everybody was everybody's throat, and you know she had taken on like a weekend project, and she was gonna like paint a room, and she, oh, well, I got all this time. And anyway, um, we ended up getting here, and we were the first people he called out from the back, like snuck in, you know, like the Christmas and Easter onlys do. Um, and and just slide in. Um, I'm sorry. Um, I uh, he, he's he. I had this whole thing like planned out, and he's wrecking it like usual. Um, so and, and he he wrecked us with something that we didn't see coming at all. Um, but he was preparing us. He was preparing us for that moment because. At that time, we had started going to a bigger church in Beaumont, and we didn't under we didn't know where we were supposed to be. So we I wanted to hear Joshua Fowler because I loved his daughter's voices; they were beautiful. Him too. Didn't even know who the guy was. Miss Pat introduced him to me at a Bible study. Okay, we listened to the worship album, and I it's just I love worship. So we get here, we start going to a bigger church, we start getting involved, and God really wrecked us in a good way. I'm telling you, we had peace in our home. We hadn't had peace at that time. Not that kind of peace. peace. And we've been married for 15 years. Well, this year will be 15 years. In our children, in our marriage. um, Like we set the atmosphere and we've kept it there. Even in our new home, like we are very um, protective of that atmosphere because we love what peace is. Peace is so, it's peace. And for so long after that first time I heard that song, Shalom, I spoke that. I didn't even know what I was speaking over our family. And I was speaking it over us. And I would sing to him because he would ask me to sing that one part that I still wish that Zoe and them would put on an album of peace, peace, wonderful peace. It's just a little snippet. Well, anyways. And you can't find that in a modern day because it's nothing but the older, except for Reba, but you know, anyways, but, um, we have always wanted more in our life. I would say since we've been married, we've always wanted more. We didn't know what that, what we knew it was God, but we didn't know the real God. We had religion and we wanted it in relationships with father, with our marriage, our family. Um, and he gave it to us. Do you want to add to that? Yeah. Um, I'm probably the most least religious person you'll ever meet 
matter of fact, I, I, I detest religion with everything in me. I cannot stand it because religion is death. Um, I'm, I, am, I've, I am a Christian. I follow Christ. I, I, I don't follow a dead book. I don't follow anything else. But I'm going to tell you this. Two years ago, you wouldn't call me dead up here. You wouldn't have called me dead up here because I was bound up. And I'm telling you, if you want to talk about... So this, in this day and age, in this society, we, what I've seen just in the last few weeks of, of just kind of, everybody wants a timeline, and especially with, with a prophetic word. I'm, this is something that's, it's, it, it's, there is no timeline, but I'm going to tell you this, if you're not, if your home isn't in order, that word may as well just be dead. It's just words. It's not a word of knowledge. It, it's, it. There was a guy that I used to do. Uh, I used to fly AC-130 gunships in the Air Force. And um, one of my crew members, he went to a church with us. Uh, he came one time on a Sunday. And this is like a really, really overachieving alpha type guy that just didn't know Father's love. Just didn't. He... God was religion. Religion was God. Never the two shall meet. And I'll never forget, I got called out. He called me out like on a, on a deployment one time, and that word your preacher gave me was, didn't come true. I, like, well, I know for a fact your life's not right. Um, but I'm, I, I'm, that, that was religion. I was bound up and in judgment at that point. Funny thing is, like, we hated each other. We hated each other. I had no desire to talk about this tonight. I'm sorry. I know, I just, I'm going where fathers tell me to go. Um. Oh. Yes. Yes. And uh, in that in that in that world I came from, it's a, it's a very small community. We we live on the road 300 days a year, and so when you have an offense with somebody, you end up you can turn a whole crew. Um. And and that long with 13 guys who are mad at one, that's all. Anyway, the glory that I'm trying to give to Father in this is that seven years ago that that's the Holy Spirit. It's whatever. I don't care. Um, so so where where I'm going with this was couldn't stand him. Couldn't and and he and he called out my God and I, I didn't know how to defend defend that. I'm okay. It didn't come true. I, I knew, but I couldn't really be like it. It just it didn't exist. That that person in me didn't exist. I didn't know how to love. I wasn't merciful enough. We were just we like one emotion, and and that was it. So if you ever see my face, it's like this. It's it's not personal. It just I, I'm working on two emotions. Um, <sighs> but we're we're part of this. So this word we got from Dr. Fowler, restoration. Um, this was the last time. Big restoration, restoration. Well, not only was it restoration in our lives, it was restoration in those people around us' lives. <laughs> this guy ends up marrying an extremely, I would say, a, a pretty devout at the time um, West Virginia Christian girl, and has completely wrecked this guy's life. And now, you know, I'm able to to send it, send stuff. And one of my proudest achievements was a couple weeks ago baptizing my daughter 
and to get this really long dissertation from this guy who speaks in you know four four letter words most of the time um, was amazing about how amazing that was and how just it was just inspirational for them and his kids out in the country and everything like that. <sighs> Something that God really put on my heart tonight to really press into and, and, and just really hit was to make sure that. He keeps telling me that the the body, I'm, I'm not saying this body, but just the body can only real, is only pressing in and only wanting to go from prophetic word to prophetic word. When in general, if you're, if you're, if you, like Pastor said, if you've got your weekly intake or your, your daily intake, if you're being fed and you're, you have a healthy relationship and you're being fed at home, you're being fed where you go, you keep a surrounding, an area, you keep, you, you have, yeah, it's a habitation. Once you do that, you're not needing to go from a man up here with prophetic word to prophetic word. You can go from glory to glory. And not just old covenant to new covenant. You can go from glory in your life to the next time the Holy Spirit shows up. And it's glory again there. And I'm telling you, it, after we got, our shop wrecked by the uh, two years ago with with uh, Josh Fowler, and that word he gave us, and we just we hungered for it. So we just wanted it. It was real, authentic. I, I can tell you, I don't have a direct date, but I can tell you, every thirty to sixty days, it was a monumental wall, and then every thirty to sixty to ninety days, it was the biggest breakthrough we'd had in seven years. And we we had to start over after seven years. I mean, we, we got back here in 2014. Long story short, that's that's a testimony night that I'm not going to give on here. Um, but I, I will say that that is a it's very personal to me, and and I'm not going to cry too much more tonight. Um, yeah, go go from the, the okay. each move. That so we did. finished out the year of 2019. We were like we were excited. We're like, man, God's moving. We love the church we're going to. Everything's great. Restoration. Yes. Coming back into our life. Business is moving. We own a business. And we thought the road it was going was the right road. And we're like, yes, we got, we're about to have this big client come in. We're about to get paid. Like, this is going to be awesome. Like, the Lord is moving in our business. It's finally hitting. And then COVID hit. But I'm not looking. COVID wasn't bad for us. It was. We were, we were very blessed through it. I mean, I, I'm, I'm not going to say it any other way. Um, you know, he came so that we, he may, we may have life and have more abundantly. And yes. Don't just look at that in, in, in my grandmother, God bless her soul, told me, she, I was raised Baptist, but growing up that signs, miracles, and wonders didn't, weren't, weren't effective anymore. Yeah. They didn't happen anymore. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, I have seen him stop, yeah. stop anti-aircraft artillery from yes. hitting our plane. I've seen guys on the ground that should have been dead that were unharmed i have seen him do the smallest thing from filling our gas tank i don't know how it happened it was on e and i'm telling you the next morning we will come outside our apartment it's on half a tank i'm like yes because i was a broke airman with with the most amazing intercessing foundationally driven worshiping wife you could imagine that didn't have a clue how broke we were and was just there to be my wife. Oh, and within that first year, becoming a mother too. 
And if it weren't for you standing in the place God needed you to be and accepting me the way he put you here, I see it now. we're not here. It then, yeah. This doesn't exist. Right. I'd love to take credit for everything, but every time I've touched it, it is 180. Yeah. I mean, I'm talking from my, our, our, everything I try to, oh, I got it, God, it's on Christopher. Yeah. Speaking of touching it, like the business in COVID, when it hit, at that time we were supposed to have a partner. Okay. Well, that fell through because he just never showed up. He just never would come around or call back. And I was like, I kept telling him, he had all this hope for this guy. And I was like, I don't feel it. It doesn't feel right. And I was like, I kept telling him, remember Dave Ramsey said, he said, you always need to listen to your wife. <laughs> Go to her first. <laughs> because it's so true. I didn't, something wasn't right. And then another guy came within six months. Uh, and he wasn't right either. He just was a no-show. And I was praying that whole time. I don't think I ever told you this. That, Father, whatever is not of you, if it's not supposed to be in our business, take it away right now. Because I don't want to go through the heartache again because our other, like, we have two businesses, our other business, I don't want to go through that again. I didn't want you to go through that. So COVID hit, it put us on, like Joshua Fowler said, it put us on pause. And we were able to spend a lot of time with our kids, with each other. Um, there was a little bit of fear in the beginning, but then we started realizing other things. But I'm not going to get into that because we're not going to go there. But it was good for us. We were able to buy a house, okay? In May of last year, or April of last year, we were looking. When we were told from our financial advisor from the VA, he was telling us, oh, it won't be until the end of summer. And we kept holding on to that because we are trying to get our credit good and everything. And then we called. He was like, I just feel led. I'm going to call our realtor, and I'm just going to ask her. And she's like, yeah, let's go ahead and see if you're pre-approved. Pre-approved for more than what we thought we could even yeah. have. So, And, and on it, it, that in itself is, is a huge deal. L- 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 just a short backstory on that. We were forced into foreclosing a rental we owned in New Mexico yeah. in 2016 because tenants jumped ship. I lost a job. I'd lost my dad. I'd lost everything. And I didn't know how to cling on to anything. So I, But I just knew that I, my grandpa and, and Julia and, and the, the others in my life have pushed me to be where I'm at. It, the only way we're going to get through is with Jesus. And I'm like, I don't even really know who you are. And like, I was raised in the church. But I'd never seen him move. And I, I mean, I... And then he reminded me of this prayer I prayed back here. It started all this off. He, he wanted, I have to say this, and then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be done. No, you're fine. Um, 2014, uh, I was out here in the cemetery, my my grandpa's headstone, um, and he was like my father. Um, he, he just filled in, and, man, I wanted to be like him. My dad died two years after my grandfather died and it hurt me more when my grandfather died than it did my dad um, I was just raised differently I was, I was raised by my grandparents and anyway he was the best man I ever knew best man and on his headstone was his favorite verse and it's the steps of righteous men are ordered by the Lord Psalms 37 23 I can remember this sitting there. And I was oh, I was I was angry. I just got out of the military. I was angry at so many things, and I said, "Father, you know what? 
Order my footsteps, make me a righteous man. I don't know if you ever heard it. God laughed. I heard the laugh. It was, I mean, birds got up and wind picked up, and it was like, it wasn't like a, are you sure? It was like a, are you sure? And um, I said, yeah. And he's like, okay. Tell me the next day, everything was, it was already in motion at that point. And it has been hell to get here. But I'm telling you, if you think you know God, it's a relig- it's, it's what you were taught in a religious church. And, and, and he doesn't move. And, and he, it's just this omnipresent uh, being. You don't, you don't know the real living God at all. I've just now figured out in the last like 18 months how much he loves me. Um, he loves us, and he's all good, and he's all love. He, he's not, as he's portrayed, and people, I have been, I was baptized in Baptist church when I was seven years old. So, like, from there to here, you, you can be with it all the time and not ever have a clue where you're at. And I didn't know where I was at. Um, so I'm telling you this. What you're yoked to here with the movement that's happening under pastor's move under pastor's mantle you're you're hitched to something it, it's i'm going to tell you the, the thing that, that really got us was when um josh fowler said or in our word he said come up here and see things from my perspective and from father's perspective and i'm telling you if you can stop looking at your 40 hour a week problem if you can stop looking at what you don't have and that's easy to say because it looks like when somebody up here it looks like they have everything. When they, when they're a, when they're covered in gold and their anointing is just there, it's easy. Oh great! It's not about anything else. I'm going to tell you if you if you oh, if you make if you get in line with what he's doing, the road becomes narrow and straight. It is exactly like his word says, and I'm telling you, go from glory to glory. Watch him move in the small things in your life. And I'm not being like, oh. But if you start becoming thankful that your lights are paid, that if you're, that your basics are covered, that you, you know, he knows the hairs on your head. He, he knows them. He knows what you need. He knows, I promise you, he's going to sustain you. He is going, and he hears every prayer, every thought, and he knows. So... So 2020 was a beautiful year. Yeah. It was a hard year. Um, oh. I got so much one-on-one time with my grandparents. And it was the most beautiful. It was so beautiful. I don't even have words. Um, I'm so thankful for the time that I had with them. And getting to, especially getting to know my grandfather because he was a hard man. He was a sweet man, but he was a hard man. And these last two years, he 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 was different. It was like, I, but it's probably because I saw him through Father's eyes, and for so long I didn't see that. Now, but we lost relationships. We lost family relationships. That was really hard because you don't think that. You don't think that you have to remove family from your life. Sometimes you do, and you just have to pray. I've been still praying that they'll come back around. These you have to set those boundaries to harbor yeah. that habitation of the spirit. I don't want it ruined. I don't want you interfering with my peace. And if I have to separate, 
That's what I, I had to do with friends, too. And um, listen to your spouse, because if, they, if they're always right, you need to listen to them. That's <laughs> a compliment, because there are so many times when I just see the, I don't look, I don't see inside sometimes of people. I just see, I try to find the good in everybody. And he always sees deep down, deep down in their spirit. <laughs> and um, he's like, you need to be careful. And I'm like, oh, no, they're fine. And then months later, I'm hurt. And anyways, but Father took care of all that. So it was, it was, a, it was hard. It was good. Um, we went through loss. Uh, but we gained so much. Um, we got time we'll never get back. My kids got time with them as great-grandchildren, like they'll never have, you know, or that some kids don't even have. Um, so and another, one other thing, and then we're going to be, we'll be done. The Father gave me a word this year, going into this year, be bold. And um, I was like, what is that? I mean, I know what being bold means. I was like, Lord, what does that mean? And at that time, I didn't know that we weren't going to be at the church we were going to anymore. Um, we kind of, I kind of saw things. I saw red flags, but I was like, "Lord, let me just give them a let's just give them a chance. Maybe they're just having an off few weeks." <laughs> but um, shh. <laughs> My daughter said six months. See, I'm nice. But you know what else he showed me since being here is that we're gonna be in. We're gonna work with them. We're gonna work with several churches. And because it's for God, it's not for us. It's not for the pulpit. It's for God. And um, I love them. I love all of them. So, and I want to say thank you, Pastor, because even when we were at our other church, he was always there. When we were struggling and we didn't know what to do, or are we doing, are we making the right decision, Lord? Is this okay? When we couldn't, like, when we did call on other leadership at the, at, at, and it didn't come through, I would, like, is this okay? And sometimes I'm like, am I asking too many questions? But then the Lord reminds me of no. Like, that's what we're, like, it's okay to ask questions because I ask Pastor a lot of questions. <laughs> I am always like, is this okay? What do you think about this? And, but y'all be so thankful for him. He's so amazing. And Jeff and the staff and Ms. Pat. Because they contend for y'all. They contend for us. Especially you. I can pick the phone up anytime. And you just shower us with love. And I thank you so much. And I thank you for stepping in for him. Thank you. So I'm going to end it with this because I love the word and the word in worship. There's a song out. It's called I Thank God. And, um, and it says in there, if he did it for me, he can do it for you. So get up, get up, get up, get up, and get out of that grave. Because the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. That means what he did for another, he can do it for you. And he can do it again. So don't, don't give up. There is hope. Thank you. Amen. Before they leave... I got to share this. Um, I'm enjoying this. I think this is so fun. Um, that night when they when uh, they received the word from Josh Fowler uh, in 2019, this guy 
uh, comes up to me right over here in the corner. Says, I'd like to speak with you. And at that point, I mean, we were, we were, we, yeah, we were, and uh, yeah, yeah, I was trying to figure him out. He was trying to figure me out. We just we trying to figure things out. That's fair. And uh, so he said, I want to, uh, let me talk to you. I said, oh. And so by that time, Jeff walks up and says, yeah, and I want to talk to you too. I was like, okay, Jeff's here, so we're good. <laughs> and so, and he says, I just want to apologize to you. I'm like, what did you, what, what did I do? What did you do? What happened? You know, and we, we had a, a moment and, um, it's that type of humility that God is looking for. When when the enemy comes in and, <clears throat> and offends, and you don't even know why he why, why, what's the offense about, you just have to so go, so go to that person like, look, this is going on in our relationship, and I'm sorry. We never had a disagreement. We just didn't connect. And it could have been God. I don't know. Who knows? We'll know when we get to heaven. But we just didn't connect. And then when, when that happened, the walls fell. And that's when that, and I want to encourage you in your relationships. When you feel like there's something blocking a connection, just humble yourself. Like, you know what? I'm sorry. I don't know what's going on. I feel this type, some type of way. Let's get this resolved. And now, I mean, we talk all the time. It's great. We're, we're, we're partnering with the Holy Spirit, and we're moving the kingdom forward, you know, and that's how we all should be together. And, and, and I just honor that you guys, thankful for you guys. I remember Julia, well, I won't say this public, publicly, but, you know, they had a battle coming here. It was a battle. And a lot of folks tell me when they join our church, it's a battle, you know, because, you know, and I'm not trying to be prideful or boastful, but, you know, when you're a revival church, the enemy doesn't want you joining a revival church. The enemy wants you in a secret model that's full of religion to keep you bound up in a box. But this is the season to break limitation. This is the season of breaking contentment and restriction and religion and moving forward because all of us have a ministry. All of us are called. All of us have an assignment. So I just want to say how much I love you guys. God bless y'all. Thank you. Can y'all give them a hand? That was good, huh? Shoot. Wow, wow, wow. All right. Um, Sarah, come, come, come share a little bit. Yeah, let me grab me a box. I just want to say, teeny tiny audible, okay, just a small one. Lucas and Julia, the way you just bared your soul right now was incredible. And I have been halfway around the world and back, and it was amazing. And I just love you guys. I feel like I've known you all my whole life. <laughs> and I don't, like, I'm not a preacher. I don't prophesy over people. But John can attest to this. I've told him a while ago. I don't know if this is going to ring true or not. Where you've come is where you live now. That's your new zip code, and you do not look back. 
Nothing you have is damaged goods. You are not damaged goods. Your family is not damaged goods. And every crack and crevice that you sometimes have looked at and said, God, how am I going to fix that? I don't, you just said right now, am I making the right decision? I don't even know what to do. He will fill it and it will be even better than it was when it broke. You just, whoo, Lord, I got the goosies. Come on, somebody. <laughs> I'm like, this is, now I know what your Wednesdays will become your Sundays mean. I mean, Jesus, be a fence. Okay. So my name is Sarah, and um, John told me this evening, are you going to share? I was like, um, I don't think that's a question. It was more like an order. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's okay. And um, uh, he said, well, just tell, just speak on what God has done for you in the last six months. And I'm like, literally everything. Like, where do I start? He just resuscitated me. No, no big deal. We're just back to life. Just just, you know, a regular Sunday, whatever. So yeah, it's no, no biggie. So, um, uh, you know, I guess for me, the biggest thing that he did was he took me from the bottom of the deck and he put me right smack on top of the deck. We're crying tonight. Apparently everybody grab a tissue, tissues for everybody. And my dad used to say that, um, and he's been deceased for going to be 17 years in November. And um, he was a preacher in Pasadena. We talked about that earlier. And he left one day for work. And we never saw him again. And it was very unexpected and traumatic. And when we buried him, I buried myself with him. And the other day, Jeff asked me, Sarah, what would you be doing if you weren't in our lives right now? And I said, literally nothing. I would be doing nothing. And I would probably be physically dead myself, not just spiritually dead. And so what God has done for me in the last six months is just, he brought me back to life is what he did. And of course, there's still things that we're working on and we're dealing with, you know, you don't just reprogram overnight, but one moment in God's presence can reprogram you overnight. So for the gathering place, I am thankful as well. I thought about it the other day and I was talking to Tana earlier today and I was like, I don't, I don't even know what I was doing with those years that I just wasted being dead and buried in the ground. And here we are. <laughs> I used to tell people all the time, I don't even know who that girl is anymore. She doesn't exist. Well, who you are in God is always there, even sometimes if, you, if they're faint. And where I went in the last six months was from the corner of that pew, in the shadows, late, and leaving before anyone even saw me to now we talk almost every week. And it was because the leadership in this house also too was always there. And when I met with Jeff and John uh, about a year ago now, it's been, I was like, if I don't get plugged in somewhere, I'm going to die. I don't need anything. I don't need a position. I don't need a title. I don't need to serve. I don't need to lead nothing. I just need to be somewhere. 
And now it's like, I've, I feel like I've been here my whole life. And what were we doing for the last six years? I have no idea, but it doesn't matter because this is what we do now. So if you're waiting for that, God has a way of doing that. That's what I was saying. Oh, rabbit trail. Uh, my dad used to say he if you're he has a way of taking you from the top of the, the the bottom of the deck and putting you right where you need to be and if that's the moment you're waiting are from waiting on from God you better get ready because it's coming and it will come through this place and these people if you allow it to so everything that was dead and buried inside of me I've talked about that before too and just black with death has life now in it and that's what god comes to bring you life and life more abundantly so that's all i know <laughs> thank you so um uh you know sarah we go back way back with sarah and um we were on staff at a church together uh, years ago the church doesn't exist any longer um and so that's when we really started serving together. Um, I was like her assistant youth. I was, she was the youth pastor and I was her associate. And my name was, and my name, what was my name? Jazzy John. We, okay. I was at a church that was fairly new. It was coming up, you know, and I knew, I mean, Anybody that stands within 10 inches of these people know that they have something to offer. This is my church fan. Just ignore. And I told him, come be with us. We need your help. Come build this thing with us. And they came and we did that for a while. And obviously it didn't pan out, but that's neither here nor there. And they asked me to uh, be the youth director at the time. And even though he was second in charge to the pastor, okay, tell that part of the story. <laughs> Uh, he submitted to my position in that capacity like the buck stops with you in this department and I'm just here to help facilitate that. That's what a good leader does. He doesn't try to cram your circle shape into a square hole. He says, okay, circle, let me utilize you here as a circle and I will help you. So here we are a thousand years later and it's amazing because that's what it was always supposed to be. It just wasn't in the right place. That's facts. Yeah, and so um, so we go way back, and when Sarah reached out to me, uh, well, we started recommunicating. I guess she used to have. Let me tell. Let me tell on you. Yeah, she used to have these amazing, humongous birthday parties. What were they called? For what? For what? For Coachella? Like Coachella? Okay. Uh, okay. So, 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 I'm just, I'm telling, I'm telling, I'm telling, I'm telling on her, but, but, but just, just hear me out. And so she invited me to this birthday party called Fricella and, uh, and I'm thinking, and I'm thinking, Lord, and at first it started, it started off as a real Cajun and we were good. I was good. My cousin was there. We hung out and it was fun. And, um, then they were going to this little thing. What was it called? It's all, some little, little, it is important, because I want to make a point here. Locals pub. And, and, uh, and I'm sitting there, and she says, are you going to come to the, the uh, locals pub? I go, well, what is it? What is it? I said, well, it's a karaoke place. I go, okay, dope. 
And so, I know. And so, and so here I am going to this little place on Ninth Avenue, and it's a karaoke place. And um, and everybody's drinking and having a good hear, and I'm sitting there and um, in my little corner next to my cousin and a friend of mine. I'm like, what in the heck am I doing here? Totally. And everyone's partying and having a good time. And I said, Lord, why am I here? And the Lord said, you're here for her. And um, and I'm not saying go clubbing. Don't twist it. Don't twist it, baby. All right. But but my point is this is but the Lord sent me to a place for her and to link up with her and to tell her I'm still your friend. I'm still here. From you're, it's all good. And then what? Six months later. She connects with me again and says, hey, I just, want to, I just want to chat with you. And I think we went to the macaroni place. I went to Tuscany. And you know what? And, and at that point, you know, <coughs> she shared some stuff, and, and we meet again at the macaroni place. And, um, <clears throat> and it's been a process. So my point is this. Sometimes you got to go somewhere where you don't fit in and you don't understand what God is doing to reconnect with somebody who just needs you. And so you got to put your religious wall down, take off your pastor cap, and say, you know what, I'm just going to go where she's going. I'm going to hang out with those folks, and I'm just going to sit there and drink my water and watch these folks clown, and whatever fruit comes out of it, so be it. And today I can say, you know what? It was fruitful. Because there she is today on the first row. Move from there to there. What a wonderful Jesus we serve. That's so good. And um, who else wants to share? Yeah, five minutes. Cheyenne, come on. Five minutes, girl. Five minutes. So, um, I'm young, okay? Really young. We're not going to talk about that. <laughs> and I just, I, I, I just felt like I needed to talk about this. So, through my life, I've just, you know, I lost a lot of people. I lost my grandparents. I lost everybody. And I felt like I was so alone. And so, when we started going to that other church, I, I had gained some friends, and I was super excited because in the past, I couldn't trust anybody. I, it, was, it was hard for me to trust people. And I had gained these friends. Actually, we're going to go back. Uh, so I remember the year, it was 2018, and I was so upset. I was depressed. There was just mentally, I was just not, I was just not happy. Uh, there was issues. I was getting harassed and just other horrible things, and I wanted to die. I was like, I would scream, like, scream. And be like, God, if you're real, you need to, you just, you know, fix me because I have just I, I was messed up and I just never heard anything and so the night sadly the I wanted to like I, I was ready and I was like you know what you're not real and then the night I heard his voice he goes you are loved you, you I love you so much and I stopped and I started crying I was like oh my gosh and so from then on I was I was super happy, you know, I was trying to get to know God, and then I met 
some more friends and I thought I had built a relationship with them and then here it comes I'm like what am I doing wrong I always ask God I was like what am I doing wrong why are you putting me in these situations I would you know ask God why 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 and he said don't ask why I put these people in your life for a situation and you're gonna well what is it somebody has told I have been word after word after word after word and I never could understand okay nothing's happening I haven't heard God like what is going on and I finally heard him and I was like oh my gosh and I, I would come I would go to my mom and I'd be like why can't I have friends why can't I have a normal teenage life why can't I go to school because I'm homeschooled right now I'm homeschooled now uh, why can't I have friends? Why can't I see my friends anymore? Why can't people trust me? Why do people have to like not like me? My mom always said it's because they, they can see you. They can see you how Jesus does. They can see that you don't put up with it. They can see it. And I realized when Joshua Fowler came last week, he was always saying, prepare the room. Prepare your heart. Prepare the room. Build the room, and then you can prepare it. No bed, no birth. The upper room. And just, I just, a ton of stuff. And it just, I felt like I needed to say this. I, I just love my life now. It was hard, very hard. I was pulled out of my youth group. I was pulled out of school. I quit dance. I had quit everything and felt like there was no hope. I felt like I was helpless. And then God was like, like, ripped me from the bottom of my feet and was like, here, let's, let's, let's do this. And then, so I was started getting into worship and I started getting more into the words and my mom says this, she goes, the power of the, whatever, when we, because me and my friend, my ex-friends, we used to joke and talk, and she goes, don't say that, because what, the tongue, the, the power, yeah, has, yeah, and she would tell us that, I can't word it right, and, and she, and she'd say that, I'm like, mom, we're just joking, she goes, I don't care if you're joking, don't say that, and I would realize that, and so, God is just an amazing God, He's an amazing God, and I just, I love, like, I, I, when I go back and look at myself, I'm like, who is that? Why did I ever get my, why did I ever put myself in that situation? Why did I do this? Why did I do that? And he's like, you don't have to ask why. That was not you. That was, this, that was the enemy. That was not you. And so ever since I started going here, I've just been so much happier, and I remember Pastor John, he had to come over to my house because my parents had made a decision no more at the youth group because there was something going on there. And he was like, it's your parents' decision. This, we have, and if this girl is going to do this, don't, why are you putting yourself in this situation? If you keep going and going and going and going and try to save everybody, you can't save everybody. But I realized, I'm like, you know what? I really can't. So, Yeah. I just wanted to say that because, like, I mean, God is good all the time. And I I was in, I was just in a horrible place. And then God was like, he, like, whipped me off my feet and, like, wrung me out of all the sin and all the, and, you know, every impure thought or any, anything. I struggled with a lot. I, I, and, I mean, I, I'm glad I can stand here and say that. I struggled. And I struggled. And I struggled. And I struggled. And you can struggle so much, but God will always find you. You can cry out to God like I did, and it may not be your time. It may not, but he's always there. No matter who you are, you could you could be somebody that is just... I got told this a lot. Why are you letting a, a book control your life? I'm like, and it's not a book. It's words. It, it's, <laughs> it's 
it's it's it's he's real and they're like where's the proof i'm like in the in the bible it's these words and i would always get told that or when it, people would say well do you approve of this do you approve of it? it's like not it's not that i approve of it i don't agree with your choices but i'm gonna love you like jesus would jesus loves you anyway because like i don't know it's just it's just jesus is just so good it makes me smile and makes me get nervous and i don't know makes me go crazy makes me got ants in my pants when i talk about jesus okay but thank you guys so much letting me talk that's cool hang on let me when i went to their when i went to their house what i said to her was this said you can't carry everybody's burdens you can't carry let me me tell you guys a lot of you in here are intercessors a lot of you guys are prophetic and you take on other people's stuff that ain't for you okay that ain't for you some of you are feelers and you feel stuff and you take it on to your and it's not for you you need to when you feel it you pray you release heaven and you release it because what will happen is is that you'll start feeling dragged down at the point of suicide and not knowing why because you have all this on your shoulders and you're trying to carry everyone's crap and it's not your crap to carry. So you got to release it. And so and so Cheyenne has released it. And look at her. She's smiling. Right. Sorry. I just have one more thing to say. There was there was a there was a time these last five six months and it was just been really hard on me and my family because we had lost we had lost family family that we thought was our family wasn't we thought we could trust these people this we thought we could trust somebody and we couldn't but I realized you know what no matter what my dad doesn't want to talk about this but I love this woman so much and I let her. You know, I, you know what? No, I'm not going to say that. I love her so very much. I don't care what she's done. I don't care who she believes in. I don't care if she if she wants to make up all this. I love her so much. And I, think, I don't think she knows that. But I wanted to say this because, you know, she, she tried to crash the piece and, like, like, rear her head in somewhere where it didn't need to be. And we fixed that, like, just like that. We're like, we're not going to let this in. We're gonna stop. We're like we built the wall, and we and we just it was just overwhelming. I was like, my parents are so amazing. I probably have the best parents. And I love and I love what I keep hearing. What I keep hearing, they built a wall, and they don't let anything come in. It's it's peaceful. Peace is so important. Thank you, sis. Peace is so important. If you if you don't have peace, crap, man, I don't know. <laughs> Lord, you got to have peace. If you don't have peace about something, that's your answer. If you're fighting something tonight, you're trying to get a, a, an answer for something, and if you don't have peace, that the answer is no. I always used to tell me, people ask me all the time, Pastor John, should I do this, should I do that? And I say, do you have peace? You don't have peace, don't do it. Jake, you want to share something? Five minutes, Jake. Woo! Five minutes. Five minutes. Let me see what time it is. No, 
No, honestly, <laughs> honestly, I don't want to do anything. That's been the message the Lord's been speaking to me, because when I become nothing, he becomes everything. You know, even the point of our relationship with him, when we go to pray, I'm, from, for me, for so long, I, I did. I was hungry. I grew up in church. My mom brought me to church. I went to church with y'all for years. I was in church, whether I was high, drunk. I mean, you name it. I was in church. My mom brought me to church. It didn't matter. I'm so thankful that she did that. So I grew up with this theology, this religion, that I had to strive to be a Christian, that I had to make sure that I prayed so many times a day. I had to make sure that I read my Bible. I had to make sure that I didn't do this, that I didn't do that, that I didn't do this. And now I'm just, I'm coming into this. I don't have to do anything. <laughs> and it's so much easier. Because then you just let him do it through you. You don't have to do anything except just give it to him. It's so hard trying to be holy and trying to be righteous and make the right decision in life and try to, and that's what you're talking about, that peace. That peace only comes from him, but it only comes from you giving up everything of yourself. Everything. So tonight, when they came up here and they began to cry, and when Sarah came up here and began to cry, I want to tell you, for you, I know that this is amazing because this is the beginning of what you've been contending for, what we've been contending for for so long. And we come in here and we say, God, we give this to you and we don't see anything happening. But God, we know that you're going to do it because we give it to you. And it's going to happen at the moment that you want it to happen. And it happens at the perfect timing, right? So I see them come up here and cry and I see these tears and those tears. And, and I want to say this boldly that if you don't have tears, then something's wrong. Bottom line, and if you don't have tears, then get alone. Get alone with him and say, Father God, I need to have your tears. I need to have your heart for this world. Because being a Christian is not about just coming in this church and saying you're a Christian. And sometimes even falling down on the ground and speaking in tongues and then going home. And you, There's no tears. He's not touching you. You got to get close enough to him. And I promise you, if you get close enough to him, he's going to touch you. Uh, the phrase for tonight is what the... The spirit of, I mean, testimony is the spirit of prophecy, right? And I want to tell you the testament that they had, the love that they have for one another, Jordan, the love that they have, that you saw, that when you looked at them and he's saying things about her and she's saying things about him, I want to tell you, I prophesy that over you and your life and your wife. You're going to have that because it just happened. The testimony just happened, so the spirit of prophecy is going forth. That's for you. Don't give up, man. God loves to take the impossible and make it possible. You don't understand, man. When he sees the impossible, his eye is on it. And he says, just give it to me. Just give it to me. Stop trying to make it work. Stop trying to do the religious thing and pray and get a prophecy and get a word. And then I'll just go from that word. When most of us get a prophecy and do nothing with it, we don't honor it. We say, well, I don't know. That's, I don't know if he's a real man of God. He, I don't know what he does in, in the secret. Just honor the spirit of the Lord that's moving. God will use somebody that's been sinning all day long and come up here and give a word, and it's the spirit of prophecy that goes out. It has nothing to do with the man. 
it becomes a faith thing. You have to trust and believe that what he says he is. It all begins with goodness. That goodness that you're talking about, that's when it all just breaks free, that goodness. You start to believe that he's good no matter what. That things can come up, bills can't be paid, this can't get done, it doesn't matter. He is good and he's going to work it out. Just believe it. Just trust it. When you begin to believe it and trust it, that thing just busts wide open. I better stop. I better stop, brother. There's so much more I can say, but I just wanted to share that. I love you guys. Good work. Come on, Diane. <laughs> you want me to stand up here with you? Already crying. It's okay to cry. We just heard that. took her I kind of got angry because he took her because she was my best for 23 years I was depressed I went to end my life My mom was with, is with the Lord, and I know that she wasn't by herself. But that whole time, it's like she's alone. So then, when my dad passed away, <clears throat> and he went, he's up there with her, and I said, "Okay, she's not alone anymore." I went through some horrible, horrible stuff. When my dad was still alive. But God was with me all the time. I've been to, I was at this one church for over 20 years. And I wasn't getting fed <clears throat> like I needed to be. I tried another church. It wasn't the right one. wasn't the time. And I kept saying in that time, it's before my dad passed away, Lord, I can't leave this church. My dad is, I've got to take care of him. I've got to bring him to church because I was the one brought him to church. And he never missed a day of church. After he passed away, I went, stayed in my church. 
I was like, I just sitting there. I look around, just looked around, just never, just really didn't even hear anything. Lord, why am I just, why am I here? So I heard about TGP. Kaylee was in the nursery. So she had to be at the church. So that one Sunday, August the 5th. 
I wake up every morning and I fall in love with my Lord Jesus Christ. I, wake, I look at my wife every time she gives me those looks. And I'm not, I'm not here to say one way or another about our relationship. It will be healed in Jesus' name. It will be recovered in Jesus' name. But I look at her and I love her with everything that I have in my heart. Regardless of what happens, regardless of, you know, every time I, I, I get in that place where I'm like, I'm not being Christian Jordan right now in the middle of this argument that we're having. You got, there's a lot, I'll say this, and the, no, no, no making fun. There's a lot of prophecy that goes on and a lot of laying on of hands and a lot of really good words spoken. But uh, I'll, I'll, I'll say this. Every time Pastor Dehene, he doesn't realize this. He doesn't know. Spirit of prophecy. The Lord will prophesy a word. It, it's, it's funny, you know, he, I, I don't think you've ever laid hands on me and said, this is, this is going to be this away and I see this going that away. But there's been times where he said, watch your mouth. And he's not looking at me. He's not speaking to anyone indefinitely. But he says, watch your mouth. Watch what you say. Watch how you carry yourself. Watch how you represent Christ in your home. And I don't think he's talk he doesn't realize he's talking to me. He's talking to me. So sometimes I think, well, I don't know about that, Pastor John. He never <laughs> prophesies good towards me. He never has a good word for me. <laughs> but Anyway, but that's that's just something that's something I, I, I want to say. I am I am a Christian in the middle of a season that you guys have obviously come out of, and my my heart it rejoices for you too. And I, God bless y'all for being here, and I'm I'm so glad y'all are here. Uh, in all in all the new faces, all all the new faces, you know. So yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, no. And so in and so to caveat off of that, because that's really strong wisdom. And that's something that the Lord has taught me through this. You know your difficult seasons, right? You you grow thick skin, your difficult seasons, you become bold, you become strong, you find out who you are in the midst of the clamp. You find out who you are when you're walking through the fire. And I have learned, even though the situation, sometimes it seems ugly, and I'm not, I'm not going to say it's ugly. Sometimes it seems that way. But I've never seen ugly look so beautiful. I've, I've never seen hurt feel so awesome. You know, I have, my, I have my bad days, and I have my days where I'm really feeling sorry for myself, and I just want to eat ice cream and cry. <laughs> uh, 
But I wake up every morning in love with my Jesus Christ, who is the Savior of this world. So, that's all I got. I, I love seeing all the new faces. I love seeing the faces that I'm here. I've never felt more at home in this place. Every single person that I've met has touched my heart. And I, I can look each and every one of you in the eye and say that I love you with everything that I've got. This is a family that is going somewhere. This is a family that's getting somewhere that you don't see anywhere else in this place. And this, this family is about to crack the gates of the demonic spiritual principalities of the air in this place. It will be destroyed in front of all of our eyes and more so that are coming. And I'm so happy to be part of it. The testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. And I want to tell you, and we're glad you're here. When you, yeah, he's he's he works. But I, when you walked, you visited a couple years ago. I remember telling my mom, he's supposed to be here, and we didn't see you for a long time. And then you walked in right before TPC. And I'm like, okay, he's home. He's good. Yeah. Right, I know. Maybe watching. Yeah. Um, 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 anybody else wants to share? Just wait. Okay, one sentence. One sentence. One sentence. Let her fi- let her finish though.
Um, and yes, the wife is right, you know. So, yeah, yeah. It's just, I know that when we're talking about seasons and timing, there just is not a more perfect one than right now. And like Cheyenne, hey, homegirl, um, I was like you, my dear. I was raised in a church where I hardly had anybody like me. And I walked in a school with no one like me. Are surrounded by people I didn't recognize. My mom actually had a very similar story with herself. And it's so lonely when you can be with friends and try to act like the world and it feel like you're just faking it to make it and it's not right. I'm not saying I didn't screw up. I still screw up. I mean, hello, you know? But when you're able to link up, and the fact that you're learning this now, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Aster, you want to get on the stage? She's running up there. I'm like... That, I did not have that boldness as a kid. The sheer fact that I was on the stage singing even now is a miracle because as a kid, she tried to throw me on there, and I'm going, no. You know, like I hated it. She loves God so much it's burning inside of her. She's running up to this stage. We all need to have that kind of youthful love of Christ and to realize you have a purpose. And, honey child, the depression that comes that you're talking about, there are so many people that deal with it that are all in this building even. And I'm like you. I used to pick up, and I still do. I still do. I carry people's things that I shouldn't carry, carry burdens I shouldn't carry. And I wonder, I used to buy into the, it's you're just, you deal with depression. It's like, yeah, that might be a little piece of it. Majority of the time, it's everybody around me. And you have to recognize it, call it out for what it is. Intercede, that's something my grandmother spoke over me years ago, and I didn't walk in it. When you walk in it, it lifts. When you get in his presence, it lifts. And I'm not saying, I mean, I had a word one time where I told everybody, yes, it, depression's gone. Take about a month later, and it comes back real hard. And it's like, so it might be a, a walkout thing, but continue to stay in his presence, continue to intercede for people, and it can't stand around you. It just can't be there. Um, and what I love about this particular body is that we really, when we're saying we're family, I think we really mean it, that we're not just saying words. Because truthfully, we have to live this life together. That's how Christ made us. And if we really do that, there is no stopping us in, in taking down the demonic, in reaching people's lives, in reaching their hearts. Because I know, I know a lot of you are like me. The world twists you up and you get the 40-hour week. You're caught up in it. I get it all the time. And that's exactly what the enemy wants. I told her yesterday, I was sitting there so spun around with how much I had to do at work. And this person who I work with busts in my room to talk to me. And just, she has to come talk to me. And she has to sit down. And I needed that 30 minutes of work. But she needed it more. And God reminded me of that. Like, she needed that. Not you. You're going to survive. She needed you to talk to because she knew you were trustworthy. And I forget that a lot. So don't forget that there's people literally knocking on your door to hear about God and to hear the peace of God or to hear the words of knowledge that he has for them. And it doesn't always have to look so super spiritual. It can be just living life with people and loving them where they're at. You know, and I mean, and Sarah, girl, we love you. I'm glad you're doing what you're doing, and every single day you get up here, it ministers to me, even though our stories are different, but your boldness, the fact that you 
without abandon God up here and told everybody how you feel is huge. It's huge. And I mean, there's just not a person in this building that God doesn't love to the extent. You know what I mean? But I know he put us together. This We used to call ourselves the odd ducks. The We're the weirdos over here. We were the weirdos. We might still be weird, but we're more, we're a family. We were the ones who felt out of place, didn't know where we belonged, weren't getting anything anymore, were put in boxes, and God said, okay, let's throw you all together and see what happens. And we're finally at that season, I truly believe, all those things that have been spoken over this church, and I've been here years now, we really are walking in it now, and that's what's incredible. So just thank y'all for being here, and we just love every one of you. You know, I'm, I'm looking around, and I remember when each person walked through these doors. Even my new friend Josh, sitting right here on the third row. You know, when he walked through those doors Sunday, I remember. I remember the moments when even when, when, when Angie was visiting, she would sit way in the back, in the darkness of night, back over here when we, when we didn't have an orange wall and and now she's on the stage, and even Kristen would sing up here back in the day, and, and now I see Kristen and Zach married and fulfilled and happy, and when Anita and Buddy walked in and when Zora walked in, I remember those moments, and I remember the times we've had in the presence of the Lord together, and to see how far we all have come, man, what a testimony. What a testimony. Let's stand. Remember when Giovanna came in, you know, I remember I remember her visiting, and and now she's been promoted at her job. And it's not because she joined our church. It's just because the favor of the Lord is upon her now. That there's a, there's a season that God has opened the door, and now she, God's elevating. It's just amazing to see all that God is is doing. Remember the Sunday when Connie and Carolyn walked in. <laughs> Remember the time Peggy told me in the back, hey, Arnold and I, Arnold and I heard from the Lord we were going to join the church. I remember. God's been putting the pieces together. Y'all are the pieces that God is putting together to make a beautiful puzzle. And we can't be, I can't do this thing by myself. That's why it's so important that God has brought you here for such a time as this, in this new season that we're in. Sunday morning was amazing. I sat here and wept most of the service because I could sense the new mantle that God had placed on us and I could sense man, we're, we're, in, we're going the right direction I, the favor, I see the, the smile of the Father and, and we're, we're do, this, is the, this is the real thing and, but it, it takes all of us and to hear the testimonies of how good God has been to all of us blesses me and I hope it blesses you as well and we're going to pray. Father, I just thank you so much for this amazing night of testimonies.
talking about where we've been, where we are, and where we're headed. We thank you for what you've done, and I so thank you for what you're about to do in each of our hearts, in each of our lives, in all of our families. I thank you, Lord, that you you know you know everything about all of us and you know even the family members that should be here with their family you know so much that that you you're 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 opening heaven even over those family members right now that need a fresh touch from you just because of their brother their sister their mom or dad that are that's in this room right now touching hearts just because someone was obedient and came to church today. Lord, I just thank you for each person here. Those that are online watching that couldn't come due to work or whatever, Father, I just thank you that this family is moving forward and Father, you're the head. I'm not. You are. And we just thank you that as we continue to move forward, and we continue to grow together, Father, that we give each other grace and we give each other mercy and we show each other your love. And most of all, Father, I thank you for that your joy is so real. Out of everything I heard tonight, everybody talked about joy and love. And Father, that's our heart, is that people would experience your love and be so overwhelmed with your joy. We thank you. We thank you for reviving hearts. <laughs> We're a revival house. And we all we heard tonight about reviving people being revived. We thank you for that. Father, as we leave tonight, I thank you for your angels of protection around each one of us. Lord, I thank you that your blessing is upon each person. And Father, until we come to come up here on Sunday, Father, we just thank you that an, an expectation of your presence and power will be upon us. And that, God, you're going to meet us head on when we come on Sunday. And Father, I thank you that you're going to begin to draw those that we love to the house of the Lord to experience all that you have for not just for us, but also for them. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you, Jesus. All right, we'll see you Sunday morning. 10.30, we have prayer at 10, so make sure you're here if you want to pray. Oh, don't forget, tomorrow night, yes, tomorrow night, I'll be here at uh, 7 o'clock, so, so if, you want, if you're going to come, be here at 7, we're going to pray and worship and just prophesy and see what God wants to do, so tomorrow night, 7 o'clock. Thank you, Sarah. Y'all have a great night. See you tomorrow and Sunday. <clears throat>
Jesus Christ.